3: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Time Crime. I'm your host, Leah Lamar, and I have with me, oftentimes, Dimitri. Hello. Hello. Oftentimes. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm in Dubai. Yeah, you are. I am, and Where in I've the been world? doing. Where in the world is Leah right now? I'm doing a, the Dubai Comedy Festival, so if you're listening to this tomorrow and you live in Dubai, I'll be here till Saturday, and. Yeah. Then I'm off to London. What am I doing in London, Dimitri? You're going to see, uh, what's his name? Andy. Adam. Tom. <laughs> what's, what the hell was his name? <laughs> yeah, I've dated three Adams in a row. I think there's a problem with me.
4: Oh, yeah. You got a little biblical problem going on.
3: Y- yeah, I do. It's uh, one Adam to rule them all, though. This is what I'm finding out right now.
4: So you're going to see there Adam? can
3: only be one. Yeah, I'm going to see Adam. Andy, whatever his name is. Yeah. This is insane. So
4: that's fun. So that you changed your trip to go see this guy in London.
3: Let me just say this: this is like the equivalent of buying the first house you see. Like I came to Europe and I just (laughs) fell for the first European man I met. It's like, come on, Leah, have a little creativity. Yeah, check the market. I I mean, when I go to London, I'm going to be looking around. I'll tell you that much. Mm -hmm. Wait, looking
4: around for what? For a place to live?
3: Probably, yeah. Oh, my God. You're moving to London
4: to be with uh, Alex, Andy. Adam, Adam, <laughs> Andy,
3: Avram, something, whoever he is. No, no, no. I think I think after doing our 23andMe that we are certain we are almost certain we are not related by blood. And it's tricky
4: to do a DNA test after doing what you guys probably did, because I'm sure I'm sure you shared DNA.
3: Yeah, so I think the problem is our children might be blue, but other than that, everything will be fine. I mean, what's wrong with having webbed feet?
4: Nope. Hey, swim's better. You guys but you guys could breed a whole thing of, like, Olympic
3: swimmers. In Iceland, they have apps for this, where they just go and check to make sure they're not actually related. Oh. It's a very small population out
4: there. Yeah, they have that in America, too, but most people don't care. They just do what they want.
3: It's called 23 and me. And I did run it and we did compare. And I guess we're not related. We could be fifth cousins or we could be not related. I think So that's where we're
4: at. I think we stopped looking into it. If you think you did the test and you're not sure, then I think it's fair game. Listen, it's not like we're playing with house money anymore. Okay. So can I just say, is it a
3: crime to marry your fifth cousin? Not in Alabama. So when I said I was looking, I meant looking for a place to live in Alabama.
4: That's right. Well, I wish the, I wish for the best for you and, and uh, Adam and uh, I know you're going to London next and now is a little variant uh, to uh, uh, branch off it's from an, the original It's a new trip. COVID variant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> it's called the London variant where I meant I meant the just travel variant. Meet a man's parents. Okay. Um, Yet yeah, is the travel variant. I think I might meet his parents. Really? This is moving too fast. Uh, this is not, gonna, not for, for sure. me. This is
4: fantastic. I'm really enjoying. This is definitely not too fast for me. In fact, I'm thinking we should do a live podcast from
3: his parents' house in London. Oh, okay. If you're listening to this episode and you already hate us and this whole conversation, (laughs) you know what you're in for. That's number one. Number two, please DM me. Let me know if you want us to do a live podcast recording for the first time I meet his parents. For sure, that will turn them off. How annoying is that for me to be like, hey, so nice to meet you. Will you do a podcast with me right now? No,
4: they could be like, this is she's a celebrity. Hold on, I'm DMing you right now saying I want that to happen, and then we can
3: start. Okay. Hilarious. You're putting the DM in Dimitri. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> so yeah, I guess this is my life now. I, mean, I don't it's... know what to say. I think um you guys, I've changed.
4: I think you look happier.
3: I think I'm happy. I'm definitely fatter, so. No. Oh, <sighs> Dimitri. Well, th- we know how
4: this is going to go. You're going to say yes. I'm going to say no. You're going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Let's, so let's and I'm going to say,
3: look, my ass is fat and not in the PH way, like completely with a capital F. That is well, what is happening to me right We now. have some
4: crimes we should talk about <laughs>
3: today. Is it a crime to talk about my body changing? Okay, guys, listen. And no, I'm not pregnant. Everyone just don't even go there, okay? These crimes are heavy. I just want to say a couple of these are really heavy and serious today. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there, and I will not be myself during this. We've got some hot topics that are very hot, um, fiery, and honestly, pretty upsetting. So the first one we'll be talking about is the shooting in Buffalo, Then we'll be going on to speaking about a student throwing boiling water in his teacher's face. And then, of course, we're back to Hollywood crimes, Andy Dick getting arrested again. And then we'll be rounding out the show today, talking about the documentary, Our Father, which is right now trending on Netflix. And it's about a doctor who impregnated a lot of his patients without their consent. And now there's over 100 siblings with this one doctor's DNA. All right, let's get into these hot topics. So you've heard about this case. This is uh, just very sensitive right now. It's happening. It's currently in the news. So a racially motivated mass shooting happened in Buffalo, New York, leaving 10 people dead and severely injured. So this happened at a supermarket on Saturday afternoon. And officials say 11 of the 13 people who were shot were black and the massacre is being investigated as a hate crime by the Justice Department. In a 180 page diatribe, the 18 year old suspect allegedly details how he had been radicalized and describes the attack as terrorism and himself as a white supremacist. He was arraigned on a first-degree murder charge Saturday and was previously investigated in June 2021 for making a generalized threat while he attended high school. On Saturday afternoon, an anonymous user on the online forum 4chan wrote, Just 20 minutes ago, I just witnessed a mass shooting at a Topps supermarket live on Twitch with like 20 other viewers. The hate-filled forum 4chan, where all users post anonymously, appears to be at the center of the massacre. Authorities believe the platform helped inspire the alleged attacker and encouraged users to share the gruesome video of the shooting in the shooter's manifesto, he writes about being influenced by what he saw on 4chan, including how he was inspired by watching a video of the 2019 mass shootings in Christ Church, New Zealand, which were also streamed live. Another mass shooting at an Orange County church on Sunday has reignited the gun control debate around the country. Okay. First of all, I want to say we could do an entire episode on gun control and about this case, and then also I don't know, Dimitri, If you looked at, uh, if you heard at all about the Orange County church shooting, yeah. Dear God, do you know? Okay, so that's a one thing I will say about Dubai. For those of you who know I'm in Dubai right now, there are no guns here. Zero guns. They laughed at me when I was like, "Oh, is it safe to walk on the streets here at night? I, I'm I'm scared of, uh, you know, so again, blah blah blah." And they're like, "What? There's no guns here. Zero yeah. guns," and. They think that it's ridiculous that everyone in America has a gun.
4: Well, it is ridiculous that everyone in America has a gun. It's ridiculous that everyone in America can get a gun that they don't need so easily. And and You can get one at Walmart. It seems we're making it easier.
3: You can get one at Walmart and some of them are pink to attract women. Perfect. Which is ridiculous in and of itself for a multitude of reasons. But okay, so this guy is an anti Semite, which he said he thinks the jews started covid which we did
4: (laughs) i love that no matter how sensitive and this is not a dig. how sensitive is this is what i appreciate of you 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 can't take the comedian out of you (laughs) like there's there's still you'll find you'll find a joke if there's in there somewhere but and you're not i know you're not demeaning this story at all it's just funny no
3: but also if you noticed, i didn't even bring up the anti-semitism part of it because that's rarely mentioned in a lot of the articles but when you go and check out the history of the story he says he's an anti-semite um he hates black people and this is an obvious hate crime the fact that it's not already labeled a hate crime and then they have to decide and investigate if it's a hate crime is ridiculous it's a hate crime Period. Right.
1: I mean, End he of wrote story.
4: it. He wrote it all over his semi-automatic weapon. He did the manifesto. He's live streaming it, and just the fact that where he drove, what was it, forty-five minutes to get to that zip code because he picked it out because that—that's the people he wanted to target.
3: Right, and and he targeted people who also were okay with being around black people. Right. So anyone who was black or. Who doesn't mind being a? It's like what I can't I can't wrap my head around these types of people because it doesn't compete. I'm like this is inhumane in my opinion. Yeah. It doesn't even makes it's an obvious hate crime. Label it a hate crime. This man is a murderer. The fact that he was treated so differently than a lot of other people who are murdered by the police, uh, wrongly when they don't even have weapons like the fact that he just got you know taken away in handcuffs it's like how does this guy not have a scratch on him you know yeah. i think yeah. in a lot of you know a lot of people lost their lives and I, i'm just, I, I am really heated about this i think it's despicable um i mean all yeah. of these and, and the the incident that happened i don't want to steal focus from this but the fact that the mass shooting on Sunday, there a mass shooting on Saturday and then a mass shooting on Sunday.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And the one in orange County was in a church and they thought it was because, uh, he was a Chinese man and they thought it was, and it was at a Taiwanese church because of the tensions between China and Taiwan. They think he traveled all the way to orange County and he snuck into this church, tried to convince everyone he belonged there and then chained the doors to this luncheon shut and tried to super glue the doors shut, had a ton of weapons with him. And there was a doctor there who I guess lunged at him to try to get one of his weapons. And he was murdered. And he eventually, because of his selfless heroic action, he was able to, um, make it so that the rest of the people in the church at the luncheon were able to tackle him. That's what and, I saw. And
4: I saw someone posted on Twitter and they were like, that was their doctor. They were like, you know, that one person that died in the church, saving everybody else. That was my general physician or whatever. And they said, I want his name out there and I want people to know that he was a hero and who he actually is. Cause sometimes you hear, Oh, someone did this. And you know what? So much focus goes on the people that committed the, this, the, the ridiculous, heinous crimes and their names out there, and all that. but you know, there's someone, there's someone that saved a whole bunch of people. I'll tell you, back to the to the Buffalo thing. It's like all the normal excuses, right? The excuses that came out after Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not saying that these two are exactly the same, but there's similarities for sure. Similar. Everybody uh-huh. was like, "It's not a hate crime. He's not a white supremacist." This guy wrote it. He wrote all these things on his gun. It, there's no question about this one. So I, all the people that that are protecting semi-automatic weapons and guns and gun laws and all this stuff that always try and make a counterpoint. I'm talking about the Tucker Carlson's and people like that. The people that do that and then get on and and kind of – they're still using their platform to warp people's minds. It's like, you know, that guy, Tucker Carlson, did you see when he was approached in a a Montana fishing store or whatever? Some guy went up to him and that guy, Tucker, buckled. You know why? Because he's fake. He goes on and he uses his time on TV to be, you know – to spread all this stuff and say whatever he wants. But the fact of the matter is there's no question about this one. The guy made it obvious, okay? So it is a problem, and you can't keep dismissing these things.
3: Here's the other thing. His mom is now saying that his brain was clouded because of all of the quarantine restrictions because of COVID, and he acted out from that. And I'm like, if you think that this guy is going to be able to plead insanity and they're just going to chalk this up to mental illness – as opposed to what it actually is which is a hate crime this is a grave injustice and then this is a way that they shut down you know gun laws because and gun control laws because you're like oh no but he was specifically mentally ill no but that's the thing if we
4: were all quarantined for a while right but you have not that being quarantined staying home doesn't cause you to hate a certain race okay doesn't cause you to, to do the things that he did. And it's not like it was a spur of the moment thing. This thing was clearly plotted out. Um, and then not to keep piling on stuff like that. I know I mentioned Tucker Carlson, but there's people that say like this, this guy's correct me if I'm wrong. This guy's big problem was re, the replacement theory. He's so afraid they're going to be replaced. That whites are going to be replaced, right? Which is ridiculous. But I marked this tweet because it stood out to me. Padma uh, Lakshmi said, questions for people who are scared of becoming a minority. Why is that? Are minorities treated differently? So you can't tell me that minorities aren't treated differently and then be afraid of being replaced. Because what are you afraid of?
3: Yes. And also, the security guard did shoot at him and was murdered. And I saw a tweet that said, oh, you mean the good guy with the gun couldn't defeat the bad guy with the gun? And to that point, it's like, yeah. This is not how you prevent people with guns who wish to do harm is by more guns. Guns, not right. the answer. It doesn't. Clearly, right. it does not work. You should not need guns to protect yourself from guns. It should just be no guns. I'm Look, look, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this podcast and you're pro-gun, you are entitled to your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. This is just how we are viewing our... Yeah. I'm on this plan. This is my perspective on gun control is that I think that you know I used to see signs on the highway in LA that would say gun control now. And now I see signs on the highway that say learn how to lock up your gun.
4: Yeah. Right. And you know the second Store amendment your gun was- safely. The second amendment was written around muskets and things that you had to like stuff and push down the thing, not semi-automatic weapons. And I, and like you said, if, if you're a gun person, that's your opinion. I do believe that there are issues with the types of guns and how readily they're available to just anybody.
3: So. And, and also not to say, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I've gone to a, I've gone to a gun range. I had fun. I enjoyed it. You know, um, do I think that those guns should be brought home to people's private homes? No. do i think that you know these weapons that should probably be reserved for the army should just be reserved for the army yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, i do you know i i don't think that they should be in the hands of civilians man we won't let
4: them let them won't let them buy beer before they're 21 but have a gun you
3: know you know what's so crazy in new york you can be 18 to serve alcohol but you got to be 21 to drink it I was a bartender in New York when I was 18. I was like, hey, this makes no sense. And by the way, I'm wasted. (laughs) 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 They'd be like, oh, well, is it, does it taste good? I'd be like, I don't know. I legally can't drink, officer. It was a trap. (laughs) It was a trap. But, um, you know, I think this is also pretty 2022 to know that an 18-year-old can plan, promote, and execute a hate crime of this magnitude to live stream it to live stream it i mean ooh um that that part to me is mental illness
4: it yeah because well yeah i mean they're not they're they're not hiding it they're not like i know what i, I know what i'm doing is bad they feel pretty empowered to do this en-
3: entitled and empowered and apparently encouraged by the other users on 4chan. Right. I mean, uh, do you think that a platform like 4chan should be monitored more closely? I mean, <laughs> I think at this point in life, I think everything should
4: be monitored more closely and I know there's people that that'll kick back on that, but you know what? We're not trending in the right direction with 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 you know, if we were children, we'd be told we're not quite ready for this yet, you know? You're not ready for this spicy food. You're not ready for this type of toy. You're not ready to watch this type of movie. And well, the fact is, the, we're proving I mean, the, as adults the, that we're not ready for a bunch of shit.
3: Yeah. I mean, this goes into a censorship argument. And yeah. for me, I think censorship... As a comedian, I have a very different opinion on censorship. And who am I to judge what's right and wrong? I think murder is wrong. That's just me. Call me crazy if you want. Many others have done it before you. But I, I mean... It appears that there are certain places where more evil festers. Mm -hmm. I use the word fester. I don't know where it came from, it just uh, brewed. No, it was fitting. It was, and I I think that platforms like that really scare me. It scares me to think about the fact that there could be a lot of like-minded people who wanna commit evil acts, so evil to take another person's life and then think that there are other people who wanna watch that happen in real time and that there was no way to stop it. There was no one watching who thought, hmm, maybe I should call the cops. Mm," You know, like, Mm -hmm. that's like like if the KKK was live streaming on YouTube. Right. Like, uh, probably not gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like, but that's the thing is maybe it could happen. I don't know. That's what's so scary about this. Yeah, the fact that it's a hundred percent anonymous. Although I do wonder, to a certain extent, like how anonymous are you actually on the internet? Because can't hackers find your IP address and locate where you are, even if you're using a fake username and blah blah blah? Like, isn't how how can you be a hundred percent anonymous?
4: I don't see that you can be. I mean, as much as we just said about tracing people and tracking people, and you know, I I don't think I don't. I'm not a big fan of censorship, but I I do think that certain things. Safety wise, I'm not saying like companies should be on top, but there are obviously, you know, the FBI and stuff. There are, and I know they do the best that they can. I read something that somebody said, it is impossible to monitor all the hate that is out there on the internet right now. And that's scary as shit.
5: Yeah.
4: So with that with that in mind, I think it's up to uh, everybody to kind of, like you said, when you see something and be like, "Oh, this seems a little off." Report it. Did you see that Uber driver? I want to give a shout out to him. I don't know his name. and I don't know if it was yes. That. He was, he was that. driving an Uber, and this couple gets in, starts getting in his car, and they maybe they were intoxicated. it Seemed like it. But the first thing the woman said was, "Oh, good. Wow, oh, a white guy. Thank goodness. I was afraid you weren't going to speak American or English, or whatever." And he's like, "Excuse me." And she kind of repeated it again, and then the guy was getting in the car, and he's like, "You know what? Get out. I'm not. I'm not taking." He goes, "That's inappropriate." He goes, "I'm not taking this fare. I'm not taking this ride. So I'm canceling it. You can get out."
3: I saw that, and then when the guy gets in, he's like, "You're an asshole. You're an asshole," and he's like, "You're racist." Mm-hmm. And then he said a really dirty word. He said right. something disgusting when he something that proved his racism on right. the way out. Yeah, and he, you know, he just stood his ground immediately. A Mm -hmm. true ally.
1: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
5: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 1, 5, and 10-gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon
2: January 2024. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality
3: Onto a teacher's face, and then the principal didn't call nine one one. Okay, so this is so this happened in Boston this month. A parent at the McKinley Middle School, on May 5th, according to the Boston Police Department, the boy was heating up ramen noodles in the microwave, but tried to put a textbook inside. And the teacher told him not to do that because it was super dangerous. And she tried to take the book away from him. And then he snatched it back. And then he threw a cup of boiling hot ramen noodles at her face. And then the principal didn't call 911. Instead, the teacher received medical treatment from the school's nurse. The teacher, she says that she was in excruciating pain, obviously, and then she was hospitalized for the injuries. And the student was charged as a juvenile with aggravated assaults. And I guess the school released this statement saying, "This is an unfortunate incident that took place at the McKinley, and actions were taken to ensure the safety of the staff member involved, and appropriate interventions have occurred."
4: Follow up question: So, what are so school? What are those uh, safe things that are that have made it safe for teachers now? How is that okay. not going to
3: happen again? So, number one, I was never—I never had access to a microwave when I was in middle school. No, that's interesting. I'm like, why? What? Yeah. That made no sense to me. That's number one. Number two, um, I could see the principal not wanting to offend the school nurse. Like, oh, she knows how to handle this situation. <laughs> but
4: <laughs> yeah, kind of. But uh, I mean, yeah.
3: No, I mean, this is this is really tragic. I wonder if she'll have permanent scarring on her face.
4: I mean, probably, and you know what? Very possibly, I shouldn't say probably, very possibly. And part of that could be, because no offense to the school nurse, but a, a, an injury of that severity. Listen, if a student had gotten hot water thrown in their face, would they have sent them to the nurse? No, because they would have been slapped Shoot. with lawsuits left and right. No, and because it's a serious thing. So why the teacher was treated any differently... For the image of the school, for the image of the prin- – I mean, I, I don't want to pass judgment on stuff that I don't know about too much about. But that's what you can do, I guess, when you're on a podcast. You do your research and then you say what you think. And what I think is that was handled piss poor, right? I mean, that's insane. And and I'm not saying anything about the student. I think whatever happened, happened. I, I don't know enough about the student the family life or anything like that. But what I will focus on now is the principal's reaction to that. It sends a message. It puts that teacher in 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 harm, just in healing, from from the process of healing. And it puts it can't make other teachers feel safe.
3: This is going to sound so annoying, and I don't care. Do you think if the teacher was a man, the principal would have taken it more seriously?
4: It's very possible. Yeah, I mean, I can't rule that out. No.
3: And and you know, Dmitri, there's actually no greater feeling than getting you to laugh. I don't know if you guys know this, but you got to follow Dimitri on Instagram. His Instagram stories are hilarious. It's joke after joke after joke. And they're always so funny. And I'm very glad that you posted the most recent one, which was of the tiny palm tree. (laughs) Just go to his Instagram. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's very funny. And so if I can get Dimitri to laugh, I feel I feel honored. Like I've done my job for the day.
4: That's very nice. You get me to laugh quite a bit.
3: Come on. Okay. Um, <laughs> we just got to let Adam know that. Okay. But also, okay, here's, here are the more, more questions that I have. Do you think that the principal didn't call 911 because he didn't want to bring negative attention to the school? Give me another
4: reason why he would not call 911 when someone got scorching hot water thrown in their face.
3: Yeah. I mean, he because he took the wrong action, he will get more negative attention as yeah. opposed to if he took the appropriate action. I think this teacher deserves compensation. Yo, for sure. And
4: but that's what we say. All these people, there, there's some disconnect. So it's the yeah. same thing. Oh, I didn't want negative attention. So I didn't call 911 when someone was burned with scalding hot water. Call <laughs> ambulance. Cool. Whatever. This, I mean, if I was a school nurse, I'd be like, Are you crazy? Why don't
3: this is not for me. This is so disturbing. I I mean the fact that There's so much disrespect from students. There's an increasing number of violence toward teachers from students right now. It's like the fact that teachers need protection is almost crazy. It's like these are the people that are trying to help you in life. Mm -hmm. So if you want to hurt the helpers, there's they screw loose or two. Well, well there's a lot. And I, again,
4: not picking on this one student. Obviously, there's something went awry here. But there are people that think that they don't need help. They, everyone, uh, not everyone. A lot of people think that they're smarter than everyone else. They don't need help. I don't know. I know oh, that I used
3: know. to be me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Did I learn the hard way? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd
4: like to know. I wish I could look into this scenario and I could see what is happening now. I'd like to see what's happening at that school. I'd like to see what happened when those parents found out what happened. You know, the the whole thing. There's there's a lot of questions that, that I have about this whole scenario.
3: I mean, do we think that there should be courses that teach kids about respect for authority and the consequences of breaking those rules? And who would even teach them? Because they don't respect authority.
4: The problem is... A those robot. Courses, those courses needed to be te- taught to their parents as well. So I think you it, can teach a kid yeah. about respect. And if they go home and that stuff's all awry, then what's going to happen? It's probably going to get dismissed.
3: It sounds like kids don't fear their parents enough these days,
4: yeah. And there are a lot of kids out there that are terrified of their parents and 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 I feel you know, obviously my heart goes out to those situations yeah. as well. But, yeah, I mean, the the problem is there's not enough respect going around for other people. all the all this stuff that we've talked about, it comes down to respecting other people,
3: I think it comes from top down because people disrespect politicians so much it comes from the leadership all the way down. They're like, well, if I don't respect the president or if I don't respect the leadership or the governor or the, why would I respect these other people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I go to jail in Dubai. Okay. So (laughs) speaking of going to jail, Andy Dick. Not for the first time. Not for the first time, arrested for felony sexual battery in Orange County. Actor and comedian Andy Dick was escorted out of an RV trailer in Orange County and later handcuffed on Wednesday after a younger man claimed the comedian sexually assaulted him. I'm just going to ask you all, if you want, after the podcast, check out the YouTube feed. Oh my God. Everything is caught on video, it's all there. The clip shows three officers escorting Andy from the trailer toward. Two waiting police vehicles. According to TMZ, Annie's been living in the trailer park with a group of live streamers and RVs for quite some time now. And they say that the alleged victim was taken to a local hospital for an assault examination. Andy posted bail on Thursday night after he was arrested on suspicion of felony sexual battery against an adult male YouTuber. The 56-year-old has not yet been formally charged with crime as the DA's office has requested that the Orange County Sheriff's Department investigate the felony battery claims further. During a live stream, the unidentified victim can be heard saying to Andy Dick, Why did you assault me in my sleep? To which the actor responded, I never assaulted you in your sleep. Can you leave me alone? there's an august 10th court date and then the arrest comes a month after a man at a las vegas home where andy dick had been living pulled out a gun during an argument that incident was also captured on live stream he was fired from an independent film set in 2017 called raising buchanan over sexual harassment allegations including kissing licking groping and making lewd propositions to people on set Man, Andy Dick's been in and out of trouble for so long now. Well, why mm-hmm. do you think he's like constantly in trouble?
4: Drugs, I think. Addiction. I mean, watch this. Watch this video. This is. A, I'm not making light of the the what's being claimed here, which is the sexual assault. But this video, even the guy realizing that something might have happened, is clearly still strung out in this video and trying to piece things together. The whole thing is like. Listen, I know Andy says, "Why did you steal my cocaine?" I'm sure there was heavier stuff. It, to me, it reeks. Maybe there was meth or whatever. These guys are so strung out, and they don't even know what is happening. And it's it's the whole thing is disturbing. And like you said, Andy Dick has a long history of things like this. Do you remember? It was almost probably a couple decades ago where. So no, you know, I don't because I'm 18. Oh right, right, right. Well, I thought maybe it was a folk tale that was told to you, but he was he went and picked up uh, drugs from like. People on the street, right down in like a, and he brought them back to party at his house, the house where, the his child and the mother of his child, I think, were sleeping in like a different wing. And then he got so strung out, he passed out. Those guys robbed the house and left. It's like bad decision after bad decision.
3: He has sexually assaulted. Uh, uh, all right, so obviously there are allegedly a lot of claims about Andy Dick sexually assaulting multiple different people, and I think because. He's a comedian and an actor. People have a little bit more of leeway with him, a little soft spot for who the person is that they thought he was. Mm-hmm. And was hysterical say, on news radio. Addiction gets the best of a lot of people, and I've seen it ruin so many people's lives, uh, all the way, all the way, completely. And this is one of those sad Hollywood cases of someone who is very talented and very, very deeply disturbed. Yeah. And, and so it... troubled. And this, but this is a common story, you know, and it, it's only, it's up to the person if they want to get help. I mean, this is not a secret. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. used to be a heroin addict, you know, mm-hmm. they used to find him asleep on people's front lawns. They'd have to be like, Robert Downey Jr. is on my front lawn. Can someone come get him?
4: He walked into the neighbor's house by accident one time. Yeah. I'd be like, you can bed. come
3: into my bedroom, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and then I'll call him. <laughs> someone to see if you need some help. But um, no, I mean, you know, th- this happens, you know, drug addiction is no secret in Hollywood. A lot of people are, uh, who seek this sort of attention and validation are people who are deeply sad and feel deeply lonely and feel a deep need for validation. And it comes out in a lot of ways. And a lot of people comes in drug addiction. And this is clearly, clearly an example of that. And I'm, it's not I'm... only
4: the people that are... Sorry, go ahead.
3: No, no, no. It's just, it's sad. I think it's sad.
4: It is sad. And it's sad not only for the people that the Andy Dicks of the world, but this other guy, the other two voices in the video, man, like what's happened? Like, they don't even know where they are. This guy does. He was in a situation. He doesn't even know how he got in it. Like, it's just I don't know. It's You know, like you said, guns aren't your thing. Guns are not my thing. Hard, these hardcore drugs are not my thing either. And I watch the video like that. And I just think what like how does that even happen? Like, wh-
3: L- yeah listening to them when he was saying I'm, I think we watched obviously there are a lot of videos but I think we probably watched the same one where he's like I smelled myself and it felt like there was like a foreign yeah, substance on me yeah. that that was not like a bodily he couldn't even figure out what he was saying but he knew that he was like I think you were rubbing me with lotion I mean it's just so odd and uncomfortable just watching mm-hmm. ugh and anyway. then
4: Andy, Andy gives a, a reason why he thinks that might have been. It was, yeah, I mean, you know, watch the video if you can stomach it. It's Obviously, you don't see anything visually disturbing except for them trying to figure this out. And it's visually disturbing in that sense because they're strung out on drugs. But I don't know. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. If not, click the link in the email that our uh, producer, Tara, sent to us. That's how I saw it.
3: Anyway, welcome to hell. <laughs> I'm Satan. And oof today it is hot in here okay andy dick i hope you get better man i was once in the um in the um
4: comedy store and mm-hmm. there was there was you know in between sets and andy dick got up on stage did he bomb he just he didn't even do he started taking off his pants yeah and paulie shore jumped up and he was like hey man he was kind of talking to him and he talked him out of it and i was like man for paulie shore to have to be the voice of reason like on a, just a, a regular night at the comedy store, it's like that's the first, that's when I saw for, firsthand him just being out of his mind and doing something. Luckily that like, that's all it was, but it was like, there's something, there's something off there.
3: Yeah. And, and um Polly's lovely. And, um you know, yeah. thanks. Yeah. thanks and uh, thank you to Mitzi for making the comedy store and thanks Polly for saving a lot of people's eyeballs from something they didn't want to see anyway time to cut to break obviously before we get into something that's real weird and heavy and awkward and is it my dad we'll find out soon (laughs) don't touch that dial we'll be right back
5: And welcome
3: back to Real Time Crime. I hope you didn't watch a YouTube video in the middle that made you uncomfortable about Andy Dick. But if you did, welcome back. So glad you made it here and that you managed not to vomit and, and run away. Run away? <laughs> run away? <laughs> Who's running? Gotta, Where are you going? Just got to turn All off right. your thing. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys. So I, I'm sure a lot of you have already watched this documentary because it's trending on Netflix and we watch everything that's being fed to us and we're told to watch but this documentary especially is very interesting. It's called Our Father, and it's the doctor sperm donor case. So the former fertility doctor, Donald Klein, has been accused of using his own sperm to inseminate women for decades in his Indianapolis clinic. The Netflix doc Our Father details how Klein would lie to women seeking treatment by saying he was inseminating them with donor sperm when in fact he was using his own. One woman in particular named Jacoba Ballard decided to do a DNA test to find out why she looked nothing like her parents. She came out to find out that she matched with seven other siblings. She reached out to these half siblings on 23andMe and she started to discover more and more matches were popping up. She then began connecting the dots and realized Dr. Klein had secretly fathered dozens of children in the Indianapolis area without knowledge or consent. As of right now, Klein has fathered 100 children, and they expect that number to grow as more people sign up for DNA tests. Klein's now in his 80s, he's still alive, and lives in Indiana where he inseminated all of his female patients, but he still hasn't confessed to a motive. The docs suggest that Klein was inclined Klein was inclined. Hmm. Klein was inclined to do so possibly because he might have been involved in a cult-like group called Quiverful, a philosophy that encourages procreation as a way to maintain the Aryan race. There we go. Awkward. Despite scientific proof of what he did and media attention, Klein was only slapped with one year's probation and a $500 fine. Because it's not illegal. It's not illegal, which makes no sense because you are putting... Without, If you're doing something without consent, it should already be illegal. Is it illegal to own a restaurant and put something in
4: the meat that's not you're not being told is in the meat? Yes, right?
3: Ooh, I don't know. That's, that's
4: McDonald's. But if, 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 you, if you run a restaurant and you're putting stuff in and not telling people about it, and it could potentially alter their, make them sick or alter their life, whatever it may be, that seems like it's a problem. So I understand people went in there looking for sperm donors, but I'm pretty sure there's probably a process as to... How and who, and not like, hey, just give me yours.
3: Also, I'm kind of confused that she said she didn't look like either of her parents. Like, why doesn't she look like her mom at all? Well, this guy's probably got strong genes or something. But this, it's it's
4: sick people like this. This is why you can't go to Ibiza and meet a guy from London and just be happy, not knowing that you're. There's no chance you're related. It's sick people like this. This is why you have to do DNA tests before you go meet someone's parents. Sorry, Okay,
3: look, look. So, gang is con we're going way back okay <laughs> Genghis Klein Genghis Klein in Indiana was creating what he thinks a way to preserve the Aryan race or so they believe now I did a little googling on quiverful because I want to know more about it Um, did you did you ever hear of quiverful before this I did not I have not so it's a Christian religious movement and it's a reference to psalm 127 like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them members believe that god knows how many children are right for them and that creating large families will help spread the word of the bible they also don't believe in birth control that's clear the womb is such a powerful weapon it's a weapon against the enemy quiverful leader nancy campbell told npr my greatest impact is through my children the more children i have the more ability i have to impact the world for god uh so, she's,
4: she's not wrong in that one sense i'm mean, not the god part but uh yeah she can inflict the world by having more of her but newsflash we if don't everyone starts having
3: you. no no she says if everyone starts having eight to twelve children imagine in three generations what we'll be able to do <laughs> reclaim sinful cities like san francisco for the faithful will be able to wage very effective massive boycotts against companies that are going against God's will. It's like, huh? Also, apparently in the waiting room uh, of his clinic, he had the Bible quote from Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, which is one of Quiverful's, I guess, essential quotes that they go by. Anyway, what a sweetheart. I mean, uh... You know what? I, I originally,
4: when I heard the story, I was like, "Oh, it's just a sick that's doing," you know. But now, the, and I was like, it probably can't get worse than this. But it has. It has gotten worse than this because this isn't like a guy with an ego. This is a guy, and and quiverful, and the whole thing It's like it goes back to what we were saying before about people feeling like a certain race is. God, I don't. I don't listen. I don't want to be around. I don't want everybody to be like me. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not how the world works. You're supposed to have different types of people. And the fact that you can't figure out how to respect other people with, with their beliefs or what they look like or whatever, and you want everybody to be like you is insane. So do us a favor. Stop having kids if you're one of those people.
3: It's nice to know that when I look in the mirror, I know exactly who my parents are and that they're not Mr. Klein. Yeah. Doctor, if <laughs> we can call him that. I don't. I don't also. I'll hold off on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is like, I feel like I know men who have done this without doing it. <laughs> uh, what? Like, I know men who have children with five different women. Oh, so there are five half siblings in their in the traditional sense. Yeah, not yeah. he didn't inseminate them, right? Like, I'm like, right. but in a way, I think if this was my situation. I would be excited to find out i have more siblings i'd be like maybe i get along with one of them that would be exciting
4: except then there's also in your mind you're like oh uh, if if you're not that type of person right and you read up like we just did you're like oh god the guy that's technically my
3: biological father is a fucking nutcase oh yeah my dad's a racist bigot yeah that's probably not a fun game but but i think you know it's like they're self-aware enough to think that that's disgusting so they don't operate that way.
4: Yeah, hopefully. And 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 I think they should be um hopefully they're strong enough to know that you're not defined by whoever your biological parent is. You you're your own person. So I think right. that they can, you know, hopefully not have that looming over them. I don't want that to be a shadow. Obviously they won't forget it, but hopefully that won't be a shadow on their life and who they could become.
3: Yeah, I mean a lot of them are blonde-haired, blue-eyed humans. And so it seems a little clear that he was specifically choosing people based off of how he thought that they would look when they were born. It's so we. I mean, how could they? He did plead guilty to to some of the allegations, but it's like, why won't he just outright say why he did it? You know, they need he needs to come clear with his motive because we can conjecture different theories as to why he did it all day and all night. But just tell us. Yeah, just just give us the stamp because these people deserve the answers.
4: Yeah. And you know what? As much as I don't like any of this shit, but you go back to the Buffalo shooter, right? He's owning, He, for, for, even though it's a horrific thing, he's owning what he did. He's not going on. He live streamed it. He wrote it out there. These people that, that think they're so tough and then go and do something and then try and get out of it or try and say, oh, uh, I'm not going to tell you why. No, own up to it. You had the balls to do it, right? You have, you're spewing all this hate or whatever it is that you're doing, then own up to it. Go ahead, live with the consequences if you're that tough. Okay. Like this doctor,
3: like, go ahead, tell people that you did it and why you did it. Be judged. But he, be- he basically has no consequences. So, why does he need to feel? Same thing with the Tinder swindler, like, almost no consequences. Tinder swindler
4: went he- the other way. They got stuff.
3: Right. And so, that's what I'm saying is that it feels like there's almost no justice in the justice system. Wow. Well, there's, there's definitely some cracks there's crack in the justice system. So I know now that if I am ever going to have a kid and it needs to be artificially inseminated, or if I'm later in life gonna have my husband's, uh, have some sort of embryo situation created, or in vitro, whatever needs to be done, I will watch him jerk off into a cup. Hmm. Then I will watch the semen from that cup be put into a syringe, and then into a petri dish with my egg, and then put into my body.
4: I think we I will watch. Re- I think we have a new reality every, show.
3: <laughs> I will watch every step of the way because I do not trust anyone anymore. If my baby comes out blonde-haired and blue-eyed, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> my genes are so weak. You know what I mean? Because I am as Jewish as you can get, but I am just. It, it does make me mistrust the medical professions medical professionals, it makes me mistrust the system. I mean, if someone can do this and have no consequences, what else can they get away with? Mm -hmm. What else can you do? And uh, why are laws like this in Indiana that this is not considered a crime? It's non-consensual. This is against women's reproductive choices. And obviously I don't at all understand how people are making laws for women's bodies and reproductive choices. And this is a completely separate conversation
4: it is, but, but you're right. It's not that far off because the fact that there's no consequences for this, this guy chose, you know, it doesn't matter if someone wanted to be artificially inseminated and they signed off on that. I'm sure there were other steps as to what they were looking for. They weren't like, give me anything, right? <laughs> yeah. give, me yours if, <laughs> give me yours if you want. I'm sure there were things. So the fact that he then took it upon himself to decide what, what was going to be, you know, insemi- you know, I don't know the correct term, but what, what was going to happen, it's, it's not up to him. And there needs to No, be he's playing
3: God. Yeah, he's playing God. And it's like, I wouldn't go to an artificial insemination clinic and be like, yeah, it's time to play roulette.
4: Yeah, right. Let's see what happens. Yeah, just
3: just anything. It's like, no, you wouldn't just say just anything. This right. is obviously something you've thought about for a long time and you're making a calculated decision. You're not just going to suddenly then be like, whatever works. Yeah, whatever, right. whatever you got in the back, doc. Hopefully right. he didn't need a didn't drink a lot of Mountain Dew, you know. There are people like, that are hammered and go into
4: fast food joints and don't just say "give me anything." They they order something specific. So,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. There's a menu at the fertility clinic. Yeah, there's a menu, and no one got to choose what they wanted. They were just forced someone else's sperm on them. I think that's pretty gnarly. I mean, that would haunt me. I, I'm I would I want to know more about the women who were inseminated. Like. I, I want to go have a conversation with them and see what how they feel about this and what their husbands feel. like. There's just so many wrongs in the situation. So well, many people hurt by this information. Yeah, Imagine being a husband who thought he had a child to find out he doesn't have a biological child. Right.
4: Or just... Yeah, right. Exactly. Or even... Like, this is something that they, clearly they were having trouble getting pregnant, right? That's why you would go to this. Or you're single and, you know, you don't have a partner. But How dare y- you. you? I went feel like there you for... were just rubbing it in my face. <laughs> Please, you got Adam waiting for you, in London. I do. We, um... Oh, my God. I've never heard that voice <laughs> from you before. It was like a Disney princess all of a sudden. What the hell just <laughs> was happened? Was it
3: scary to see me be nice and happy? <laughs> it, it
4: was not scary. It was a little It was jarring. Not scary, jarring. <laughs> um, but these people. So this is what they they wanted to be, and and, and uh, like I said before, it doesn't take away from the fact that they are now mothers and parents and this and that, and that's great. But right. But to go in there expecting something and then just have somebody else deciding shit for you, and and like like, how does that sit with them all of a sudden? I mean, you ever go to the doctor and be like, oh my god, this guy's gross, you know? Like, oh, but he's a doctor. And he's a... imagine then leaving and finding out that I don't know what this guy client visually looks like. But mentally, he's gross to me. So now, all of a sudden, you are like, "Oh
3: crap!" Also, you can you go to the doctor, and they give you choice. You know, if you were in, you know, if you want to get the surgery, here is the option. If you don't, here are the options. You know, and they give you options. You get medical choice. And this mm-hmm. situation is there were no choice given to them. I just, uh, oof, I have a history with uh, doctors as well, and not trusting them as an effect of it. And so this is specifically difficult for me to hear because I already don't trust most male doctors I've ever encountered. Mm. And you know, I won't get too personal right now about it because it is pretty dark, but you can already guess from the fact that I'm saying it's dark and male doctors. But I just think that this is further proof why a lot of people don't come forward. Why? Because nothing happens. And then your name is just out there on the internet attached to this tragedy, and it's almost like you're it's you're like being mocked. You're make, almost being made fun of because there are no consequences to this evil. Mm-hmm. So a lot of not people. Not only there are no
4: consequences, people make excuses for them as well, and that's where it gets super maddening.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean i I usually ask for female doctors, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying that women can't do wrong, right. just. You know, I've been wronged by lots of women. (laughs) I've been wronged by everyone, okay? I'm a victim. No, I um, I just, man, this case really, it really triggers me on a variety of levels. And for all the women out there who are trying to get pregnant or, you know, have been artificially inseminated or are very invested in what's happening with Roe v. Wade in America right now, you know, my heart goes out to you and lots of luck on this journey. And I hope that you're safe.
4: Yeah, that's well said. And I think the only thing I can say is there's, you know, there's these types of things happen everywhere. Like there's no way you can go anywhere, a doctor, a restaurant or whatever, and know that someone hasn't done something wrong in whatever is going to happen. And that's a scary thought, but it's like, that's what I just kind of use my best judgment, you know? and And I think, okay, do as much research as you can you know follow up be as aware as you can and then the other thing is it goes back to that uber driver you know there are there are sick people in the world there are people that don't care about other people and they feel they entitle themselves with whatever god told me to do this i know this whatever wherever they get their entitlement they're not going to just stop and wake up one day and be like oh i can't believe i was like that people always say like it's like people watch these politicians and they're like Why do they keep doing it? Because they're not going to change. Why do you expect them to change? So, what we need is more people like that Uber driver who draw the line and are like, no, that's unacceptable. And you know what? You're not going to get away with that on my watch.
3: I saw a lot of people posting that they wanted to send him Venmo payments and just be like, for whatever happens because you did this at work, whatever, we would just, you know, we just want to send him something, show that he's appreciated for being a good person. But you're right. There are evil people. People have taken evil action or bad actions in probably every place you've ever gone to. I mean, what do you think has happened in this hotel room? And it's just been me in here. That's why they're trying to break down the door. They're like, "What is she doing in there?" They're like, "We you know?
4: really got to get in there and clean, please."
3: Yeah, they're going to have to do an exorcism on this room after I leave. I don't. Think but. This is... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, they're just gonna. As soon as you leave, they're just gonna come up and put police tape over the door.
3: I mean, I'm so scared. But I, uh, anyway, this has been an interesting episode. Just me unraveling as a human being. Anyway, it, am I less funny now that I'm happy?
4: No, no, you did that little Disney princess voice. That was fun. Yeah. No, you're not less. You're <laughs> definitely not less funny. I think you're you're probably feeling less funny because you've been on the road for like eight years. And then you're like, I don't know. I think I'm in Dubai now and then I'm going to London, but I'm not positive. And I'm not actually, I'm a little concerned because when Adam spoke on the podcast the other day and I met him, I could have sworn that was an Australian accent. And you're like, no, he's from London. And I just want to make sure that you're going to the right place to see him. I don't want him and his his parents cooking a dinner in Australia and you're in London looking for his address.
3: You think he's the British Tinder swindler? It's possible.
4: No, I think he seemed like a, a nice guy. I was he's actually, I'm very judgmental about people that I care about and who they're with. And granted, it was just a quick blip, but he seemed like, judgment-wise, he seemed like a, a good guy.
3: He's a sweetheart. And, you know, I've had uh, bad judgment about literally everyone else I've ever dated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this one is really up in the air as well. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll just see. <laughs> that's why I said, even if he's a fifth cousin,
4: I think we stick with it. I think we stay the course. <laughs>
3: I can't be trusted to make my own decisions when it comes to dating. See, this is a situation where I'm like, yeah, you choose for me. This is the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a team of people to decide what's right for
4: me because I cannot be trusted with this one. Yeah, I like that. This is like a reality show with like, you know, judges and stuff like an American Idol type of thing. I think you bring like the guys three out. three Jewish and we just, grandmas. <laughs> we whittle it down. And then all of a sudden we're like, no, Adam's the guy.
3: <laughs> it's like The Bachelor, but I don't get a, a say in at all on who leaves. I think that's the. That's safest actually for you genius. To take. Yeah. Genius. Someone else is a team of people is watching and they decide who goes home for you. Hmm. <sighs> I mean, that's an arranged marriage, you know.
0: Yeah.
3: Anyway, this has been real time crime, and <laughs> I've committed eighteen crimes since I've been in Dubai, just probably by breathing. But I do love it here. It's pretty cool. And again, if you're out here, I'm going to be doing shows the Dubai Comedy Festival until Saturday, 10 p.m. every night. Dimitri.
0: Uh, you got to follow
3: Dimitri on Instagram. I mean, honestly, you do. I just laugh every time. Every single story is a hit.
4: That's very nice. Yes. F- feel free to follow me. It's public. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> at Dimitri Pappas. Um, but I will say this was a kind of a heavy episode with the stories we took and our, our hearts go out to everybody that was affected by all of these things. But I also want to thank you, Leah, for having a little bit of a off love life that gave us some some levity at the top and bottom of this episode.
3: I, so. I think what the word that you're looking for is compassion. I had compassion today.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Oh, compa- let me write that down. I'll use it next time. Uh, what the? Oh, no. Happened?
3: <laughs> the lights just turned down in my room. I think I've been saying things against. Is, the, is, there, a, against is there a curfew a in light. Dubai? <laughs> I don't
4: know. What the? This is so crazy. But the power didn't go out because you're still broadcasting. No,
3: I don't know. Uh,
4: Guys, can anyone hear me? I feel like we can should. This is, is like the Blair Witch Project.
3: <laughs> it <know. I> feel- <laughs> just comes out of my nose. Uh, well, uh, if this is the last time you see or hear of me, I did enjoy this podcast and I loved you guys. Um, I will miss you very much and talking about crime. And Dimitri. I don't know. I feel like a 911 operator. I should just be like, stay on the line, Leah. Do not hang up. Yeah, D- Dimitri, you're just like the principal. You didn't call 911. I am. When you 1- saw 1- something bad. <laughs> you're like how do we use this for the podcast all i'm saying uh, I'm, gonna, is, I'm gonna call adam's parents and tell them to not make set an extra place at the table all i'm saying is all i'm saying is if you you, you can't see me right now but i'm in the complete dark <laughs> I, I think we're gonna have a shot of this this is that was so bizarre I'm in, the dark. I'm in the
2: dark and if anything happens to me
3: dimitri please make this episode about my death crazy and make sure to do a special promo for it and make sure it goes viral because if it doesn't go viral it wasn't worth it
4: yeah no this not this episode because we've already hit the time but next episode (laughs) i'll do it'll be a thing about you it'll just be me with a screen with like a chalk outline
3: (laughs) so my usual backdrop (laughs) that's right this Um, is terrifying anyway guys just call us uh dimitri you can find dimitri on instagram at dimitri yeah yeah yeah. Did the, what just happened? Yeah, Dimitri whole, this Peefus.
4: whole thing is off the rails now.
3: <laughs> I'm sitting in the dark. I'm honestly terrified. You're
4: sitting you in know. the dark talk, in Dubai talking like a Southerner. What the hell is happening?
3: I don't know. I'm like, guys, follow me on Instagram. This is so manic. At Leel two R's. TikTok, five R's. Twitter, same thing. <laughs> Leelamar.com for show dates. Real-time crime pod Instagram. Follow us there too. Uh, Not just on my personal. You know, then you'll just get lots of insanity but real-time crime is specific insanity just for the podcast you know it you love it call us live leave us a voicemail yeah i'm just uh just checking to see if hello i think think we should start playing voicemail (laughs) we
4: should start playing voicemails leave some yeah we gotta start playing and we'll play them so you can
3: leave a good one leave us a good one 866-21-CRIME
4: Okay, I'll tell you what. We got to end the podcast, but start. <laughs> text, text me every three minutes. If it goes nine minutes without hearing from you, I'll call the U.S. Embassy in Dubai.
3: Love you guys. Stay safe. I mean, me especially. Well, you'll. Well, I guess we'll find out how it goes. We'll Maybe I'll live stream from, it. We'll talk to you from Adam's parents' house. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. It's real time crime. Bird. It's real time crime. It's real I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything?
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW Avoid or prohibited by law. See terms
0: and conditions 18 plus.
2: With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
5: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.